Hey everyone, this is Kate and Eileen, and this is not our typical kind of episode. Um, basically, it's a little social experiment Eileen and I thought of doing a couple of days or like a week or so ago, where we have two strangers who have like, yeah, two strangers they've never met before meet up on a Zoom call like many other people because of, you know, the current situation and just see what they would talk about where they don't have any, I guess, similarities. Like they don't have classes together. They don't have, I guess, they don't work together and stuff. We just thought it would be funny, cool. We hope you like the personalities of um, the people we've asked and the people that have volunteered. Yeah, this is just the first episode. Most of these um, people are each of our friends. So one person will be Eileen's friend, the other will be mine. In some of these or two of these, Eileen and I both know one person and the other one is either someone I don't know or someone Eileen doesn't know. So our first episode is between um, Eileen and I's mutual friend, Jules, Juliana, yeah, Jules, and Zaino, who I met in high school. Yeah, um, so we're just going to put it in there. The um, How we paired people was really just random. We didn't really... We didn't really think about why we would pair these two people together. It was more of us asking each other, oh, what's like their most, um, I guess, uh, common trait? Like I'd ask Eileen, okay, so like what's one thing you know or one thing that kind of stands out? I could be K-pop or dance or art. And I just we pair them up with someone else that's probably somewhat like that as well. Yeah, some yes. of these are random though. Very random. Enjoyed the episode. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. Hi, my name is Jules. Um, I am 18, turning 19 tomorrow <laughs> i think yeah i am and i am in school doing online well happy birthday for tomorrow thanks uh, thanks my name is uh, zaino i'm i turned 20 in march and uh, i go to university studying economics and currently doing online as well so we are in the same boat yeah we are how are you finding the online uh, classes for now? Online is, it's nerve wracking for me because I'm doing filmmaking. Filmmaking is my major. Oh. So yeah, it's, it's pretty much nerve wracking. But I think it's also fun because I get, I get to do projects here instead of in China. So like I, I kind of, force myself to find stories and right here and yeah I, I get to like understand like myself more <laughs> with, with the major yeah. so yeah I'm in the third year so it's not third year already yeah how about you wow well I started studying last year uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the U uh, I was I'm studying in the UK right now and to be honest, I much prefer doing classes in person because I actually feel like we've got like a 
a connection with the lecturer and then like working with your friends next to you is actually kind of fun. And then now, because it's online, you kind of just like, oh, I have to go watch the lecture, I have to do the notes, have to do the problem sets. And then after that, you're just like, okay, that's it. Whereas when I was in uni, every time I had stuff to do, I was going out with my friends, uh, going to play sports, you know, we had stuff to do. I just feel like online, True. it's just yeah. not worth it. Well, so, how did you find your how did you find your first year of university? First year, oh, oh, I I skipped I skipped the first year. So yeah, I oh. started uni last year uh, in year two. So yeah, because wow. no, not because I'm a genius. No, it's just because there was this like <laughs> there's this like um, a pathway. Yeah, I think it was like a pathway here in Jakarta. Like I just went to this um, college which offers a diploma. So it's like, like in terms of the degree level of education you have, it's kind of close to year one. So yeah. Damn, all right. Well, I, I went the opposite route, just like going straight to uni after school. So I think I think first year uh, university is like, to be to be honest, I think it's one of the best years most uni students have. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, all you're doing is you're meeting new people. You're just like having fun all the time, and then yeah. the workload isn't that bad. But then once you get into second year, that's when the they start killing you with the work and you barely have time to do anything. Oh my gosh. School or uni work, which one was more easier for you to make friends? Like which uh, place? Uh, uni. I think uni. Yeah. Easier? I think you, meant, you said like high it, school, right? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, high school. Easier, right? Easier to make friends? Yeah, easier. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uni. Yeah, same for me. I, I, I think Eileen can vouch for me. I was very awkward in school, like in the first three years. But then when I got to like the final year of IGCSC and then the start of IB, uh, I had like this group of friends. There was about five, six of us. And those guys like all trick my day ones. I love those guys a lot. They, they changed me in a good way and they made me more confident about myself because oh, Eileen can, can vouch for us. Like there was a lot of separation in our in our form group so like there was like two guy groups three girl groups so it was hard for like some of us to fit in with the guys sometimes because they they were real they made it hard for us to fit in sometimes but um having those guys as friends like it, it made me feel better and about myself and it made me more comfortable talking to people so when i went to uni i was like you know what i'm gonna make sure i make friends over here and i'm gonna make sure like I have a good time and that's what happened. I was able to make a lot of friends, thankfully good friends as well. Friends who make me enjoy union, make me work as well. So that's the most important part to me. Wow, that's, that's really, yeah, I, I totally relate because I was, it was, for me it was different because I also didn't, well, I didn't, I just kind of got 
to meet new people through any activities I join. So it was just more on, yeah, my choice to just like join any activities there are. And then, yeah, and then whoever I vibe, whoever I'm in the same vibe with. Um, do you guys want to talk about your struggles in high school? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a bit it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hard one for me to talk to some to talk about sometimes because it's still till today it, it kind of still it, it kind of still affects me, but mm. um, like I said at the start like I, I struggled to make friends at the start when I joined school, and uh, I spent like the first three four years of middle school being alone like mostly sitting by myself in lunch times no one really talked to me. And it really affected like my, my self-confidence and then my performance in school as well. Because to me, it was just like, oh, uh, you know, what's the point? It's just, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not even enjoying school. And then I remember the, the, the worst, one of the worst moments I had in school was when there's this girl I had a crush on. And I was like, oh, she's not going like to like me back anyway, but, you know, what's the harm? And, you know, just telling someone about it. So I made the mistake of telling someone who pretended to be my friend and went and told her. And then she came back to me and was like, yeah, no girl will ever like you. You're probably going to die alone. And, you know, you're, you're so ugly. Uh, you look at you and everything. You, don't, you shouldn't even be here. So, yeah, th that, that's still, that still gets to me till today. Like, I'm very, I'm very conscious about sometimes of like how I look. Which, which 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 pushes me to you know be to always strive to be better but that, that's one of them and then um, also I was I was bullied a lot in school because of uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know why I was bullied but I was like the guys like in my form would kind of like make fun of me a lot and because at that time I didn't really speak Creole like Mauritian Creole Back then, they'd make they used to make really subtle comments about me. And then on Facebook, one time I remembered uh, one of the guys wrote on like this post on our Duke of Edinburgh picture, and he was like, "Oh, Zeno has no friends. Look at him." And then I, I didn't know what that meant until like I think I think my mom or, or my brother had had read it, and he told me, "Do you know what he wrote?" And I was like, "No, I, I, I didn't understand." So, yeah. That, that was it, it was it was like that for me and then i was physically beaten up at school as well that that i i on it was i remember the day actually it was uh it was the 16th of june or something like that or it, it was this it was it was the first day of ramadan mm -hmm. 2016 uh i was beaten up at school uh i don't i i can go into the details if you want me to tell you what happened but oh. I think I know which which thing you're talking about, <laughs> but don't, yeah, you know it's better. Yeah. I, I bet it's better to not mention any any yeah. situation because it's a bit obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but like, it, but it's it's not like you know people don't know it's it, it happened. It happened. It, it was a fact that it happened. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing to hide or there's nothing no throwing shade at anybody. It's just it happened in front of people. Many people yeah. saw it. So. Yeah, so I, I I don't know why the guy beat me up again. I, I don't know what I did wrong. Apparently, he told three different stories to, to, to everyone. So he just physically beat me up. And then uh, that, 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 that was the day where I was thinking, you know what, there's no, there's no point 
of me being here. I'm, I'm useless because if I'm just going to bring sadness to my family, I'm just going to um, bring sadness to myself. Like, why should I even be here, you know? Like, and, and that day as well, because he didn't get into trouble and then everybody still loved that guy. I felt I had like a, I had a great, I had this feeling of loneliness in myself. Like I, I, I'm, this is never going to go away. Like I'm going to, I'm just good. I'm destined to be alone for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. So that, that, that was like the hardest years of, of my life. And then, but what made me so happy is that just less than a year later, I, I got those group of friends who made me a better person. And, um, I, became, I started becoming very. I started becoming liked at that time because after I got those friends, I became more confident, more confident to speak, and that's when everybody was like, "Oh, you know, he's actually Zayn is actually a nice guy." And then when I became friends with Eileen, she was like, "Hey, you know what? You're a nice guy, you know." Mm-hmm. Wait, you're saying this like like I thought you were a bad guy. It's not that, okay? No, I didn't say that. It's just that we were both in different classes and we had like no friends that were really in like in common. So I would just start yeah. with my group and you just start with your group. So that's yeah. why <laughs> I mean and, yeah. and then like, I think when when we started mixing like my group and then her friend group started mixing. That's when we became friends. So you know, so and I I, I left I left school I left um, school with, with with a with a good reputation from my teachers. I ended up becoming prefect as well with Eileen as well. She was prefect with me. So I I left school I left school with a good reputation and with so many of the younger kids, uh, really looking up to me as as you know someone who fought fought my way up from from where yeah. from the depths and fighting my way back up so yeah. sorry i babbled i babbled too much but yeah what, no, what about no. you no it's sorry. interesting you know if i was like yeah if i was if it was the little jewels right now and, and stuck in school yeah and she'd be also insecure i'd also like look up to you for like you know getting getting up from that um yeah, that those hard times of being perceived so badly by by, by your your classmates. It's it's yeah. yeah. Thank and, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, because yeah, to be honest, I was also insecure. I also didn't. I was antisocial when I was here in Jakarta. Like it changed. It kind of really changed a lot. It changes because whenever you move to a different country, you really have to change your mindset. So in in the Philippines, I was just like, I was really a positive person in, towards everyone. And, and when I was told by my parents that, oh, okay, we're going to move here in Jakarta, I said, I, I was just really confused because like I was already comfortable around my friends there so yeah so it was more of like pushing myself out from that comfort zone I realized over the years um and I just didn't really like I I was more of like a listener more and an observer here and in high school and yeah, there was, I was only in, 
I switched like three to two different schools here because for the first school I was so quiet and I I was just just trying to survive <laughs> IGCSEs and I'm just like okay I'll just I'll just be like I don't mind having just a few friends in in grade school uh, in high school so so I only had like three or four close friends which I'm to be honest I don't think we're <laughs> in contact um, as often as now so I don't mind but I um, I wish them well, and I decided to move to the next, to the college that I told you about, and because I realized that I don't want to, I don't want to study something that's like so broad. Like, okay, you're gonna study math, science, business, like everything, and so I just wanted to focus on something that I want to learn more, which was something related to the media and communication. So I did, I did like the foundation in there and then I met people who are so passionate about the, the about learning it. And they were just like really open-minded. So yeah, and then moving to China, studying, choosing film was also life-changing. So in terms of making friends, yeah, I, I, I think I am much more confident and much more like I have less lesser fears now so that's quite, good yeah that's good. are you are you happier now like where you are and like the in the mental in like mentally are you happy right now right now I am <laughs> I mean well well that's a good question though because like um you never really get asked every day like oh are you happy right but like yeah. I feel like I remember one of my best friends asked me like you know I miss being asked like are you joyful like there's a difference between happiness and joy right so joy is like a long-term thing so yeah. I think yeah I think I, I feel joyful like like being joyful doesn't mean like oh you're you're you have to smile a lot every day. Like, I just don't really need to smile a lot. But I know it's, it's, it's um, like, emotionally speaking, yeah, I am. I am joyful because uh, I'm surrounded with And I'm, I've got a roof on top of my head. I'm just, I eat well, wake up, get out of bed. It's simple things. Least, so how about you are you joyful you know that's a good question you know i've got a really bad habit sometimes of forgetting the blessings i have in my life like um i'm very blessed like my family we never had to struggle to put food on the table my dad never struggled to send me to send me to school you know and then sometimes and i look at sometimes when something bad happens I just start to complain about, oh, you know what? This is only happens to me. This is as uh, why is it always happened to me? And then I just had this. I had a realization one day because uh, I work for this charity, and we go we go around um, doing different like events. And one time we went to this uh, 
went to help the people, you know, the homeless and the people who live in these very like mm. underrun areas. And then just seeing that little things like we, we'd given them, like we'd given them like a, a box full of like um, oil, rice, everything. And we, and we gave it on Christmas day as well. And then when we gave it to them, the smile on their face was like out of this world. Yeah. Ever since that day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be grateful because my parents are still alive. My brother, I'm, I've got a car, I've got my own car and, and I'm 20, you know, it, a lot of, there's a lot in life to be grateful about. And if, if you're yeah. just going to let something small ruin your day, you know, it's, it's, it's no, you're never going to be happy with anything if you're just going to always be sad. That's, that's my biggest thing. I'm not going to lie. I do have a few things that, you know, I do when I, when I'm upset or angry. One, one of them, I go to the gym and I do boxing. So yeah. like I, I just punch the bag with rage sometimes. <laughs> and last yeah. week I broke the bag. Like the bag just fell from the ceiling. Oh, wow. It's taking out your stress in healthy ways though. You're not mm. doing any <laughs> stupid. So, yeah. and then, or I, I spend time with, I, I go, I, I spend time with my family, you know, cause they, they, they're, they're my happiness. You know, those people yeah. make me happy. So. Yeah. yeah, I also felt angry a few weeks ago, like, I never, I rarely get angry because I'm not really like a, I don't really put so much emotion too much. It may, mainly because I was just so angry because I couldn't really catch up since I had to like edit uh, with Adobe Premiere on an HP laptop. So, so yeah, yeah I got really like, it's, it's really nerve wracking when you're editing on a laptop that can't have enough rendering power so so it was it drove me nuts it drove me nuts because like I was running because like for me I when I'm focused on one project I just focus on that project I don't don't like multitask so I can't do that so I kind of like couldn't catch up with the other projects because I was just like focused on this problem this problem so so yeah I think it's more of like yeah I, I just Dealing with that, I, I went for yoga. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird because I, I I just did yoga this year, so so yeah, okay. it helped doing yoga. Cause I I know your struggles with editing. I I, yeah. I I know your struggles because I've been waiting to bring this up, but I I actually I actually edit as well. I love making videos. Oh, my cool. my nickname in in high school was Zeno Vlogs even though I never vlogged, like I just used to love making like montages. Like every time I did yeah. something fun, I always make montages. But personally, I'm a Final Cut editor. I love Final Cut Pro. I think it's like the best editing software out there. Yeah. Have, have you made documentaries or something? I made one last year and then now I'm making this this semester. I am completing one. Nice. It, it, it's fun this year because I found a pretty... It's a wholesome story about a tour guide um, from an ecotourism agency. So I'm gonna be like going into the the their village and um, yeah, I was able to talk to the founder and getting access to the organization and I'm gonna be following these people. So we'll see how it goes next next week. I think I'll be shooting next next week. Yeah. That's cool. So that's that's really nice. I, I I was actually you know I was supposed to do a documentary this year, so I planned it I planned it 
uh, last year, but there was so, so much stuff that happened last year that it just didn't work out. But so I was supposed to do it this year. So I was supposed to go to Tanzania because that's where my mom grew up. Mm. And I was supposed to um, go to one of the villages of someone who works at my at my grandparents' house and um, just film like the life, like the, the journey she makes to go to work, like when she goes home, what she has to do. Because I'd done something similar about seven years ago, but it was very like not done professionally. Now, since I've upgraded like my work, like it's gone much better since then. I wanted to like do it and just like give them the proper like, give them the recognition and like the proper like image they deserve to be seen as, not as just like people who just sit around and you know do nothing. They're the the, the, the definition of working working hard working people. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, Corona happened, so <laughs> messed up the whole plan. So yeah. uh, I ended up making a documentary about Mauritius and COVID nineteen. It went on my YouTube channel about three months ago. Wow. So yeah, so, I think I think I. What's your account? My my YouTube account. It's just my name Zainul Pierre by Z A I N U L, and then P I R B H A I, on YouTube. Go subscribe to me, whoever's listening. Yeah. I'm just gonna For plug. Sure. I'm just gonna plug my plug my uh, <laughs> my, my my YouTube channel there. Awesome. About, do, do do you post your your films on youtube uh no i don't um i'm no i'm not i'm not a vlogger um i'm more of like i'm i'm just piling up uh, my portfolio but i'm planning to just do it on vimeo instead but i haven't like put it up yet i'm gonna put it up like after i graduate (laughs) i feel like that's my that's that's the type of i don't know because filmmakers are different for my, um, yeah, we we I don't like yeah. It really depends the type of, of videographer you are, right? I'm 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 more of like the the upbeat using up very upbeat music, um, to make my videos like, cause like you know people ask me why do you use like music that will get you copyrighted? I was like I don't care. I love making videos. That's the thing. I don't <laughs> care if my videos get copyrighted or if I don't get money off it. I don't like I don't care about the money. Like that's that's the least of my concerns. I don't care about getting money from this. I do it because I love it. It's yeah. one of my passions. Like I, I, I you know, I, I, I was told in when I was in school, I was told like I'll never be good at art. That was like drawing. So I was mm. like, you know what? I'm gonna be good at one kind of art. And then when I found a camera, I was like, you know what? This is gonna be my art. Yeah, I get you. So I, I, when when I first picked up the camera at the age of thirteen. I, I felt I felt I fell in love with just taking pictures and just make making small videos. That was like my passion. Yeah, I was yeah, speaking of that, yeah, that's how it helped me. Photography helped me got through socializing, I guess, in high school. So because I was I eventually became joined like the official photographers society in in yeah, in my high school. So it helped me like get to know different people along the way. I wouldn't have survived without photography or films for sure. That, that was that was my coping mechanism. Like every time I used to take pictures, I when I used to edit on Lightroom, I used to like play music in the background. I used to edit, like that was like my time to cool off from work. So like to me that was something I loved doing. Just like editing like hundreds of photos. I, I even if I was on the plane, if I was on if I was sitting outside, I I just edit photos for fun. That that was like my that was like my ha- my happy place basically. 
Yeah, yeah, I get you. I have I have one question for you, just deviating off the topic. Right. What is in university? What is your ideal night out? Night out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there... an answer for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, why don't you answer for me? Friday too? night. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, night outs can be for Monday night, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it depends. It depends. I guess sometimes last year. Last year, right? Yeah. yeah I just before go. Yeah, I go, I go to the clubs. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> I feel weird like putting it out there because like because yeah, not not a lot of people know me. It's normal to go to clubs. Uh, it's it's really normal. So. <laughs> when I saw Eileen at a club on her story, I was actually yes. like shocked. <laughs> Oh my god, so I remember shocked. that. I remember. Yeah. I, I, I was like, Eileen, let's go. And she was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, I want to go again. But it's like really? The amount of stuff we saw that night. I never knew that side of Eileen. Fun fact about me, I don't drink. I go out sober. Same, 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 same. Last year I did. Last year I became sober, thank god. Like, the first time. <laughs> no, <but> like... <laughs> no, I meant like... But about uh, that time, you almost what? blacked out. Blacked out! Oh my god! <laughs> that time, Me? you almost blacked out, and Halsa had, and Halsa was like, the next day, Halsa was like, "What happened to Jules last night?" I wouldn't even like to say what happened. Did I? I forgot. Like, oh, she doesn't Jules even remember. <laughs> have, have you ever got with someone on a night out? No. Oh well, it's not really. I never really kissed on a night out because I, I was technically single through and through because i i was already so sober yeah so i never yeah i never hooked up with anyone but i just like dance like just you know just dancing with with a couple of guys and then that's it because it's more like i just want to be there in the dance floor with my with my friend mostly that that's really the point like for my night out same, same for me. I, I, I enjoy being with my friends the most, like in that part. Yeah. It's like that. That's that's the that's the um that's the part that you know makes me you know want to stay because people ask me, oh, how'd you go out sober? I just do. You see, yeah, you, you spend you spend significantly less money. You don't yeah. want to throw up for that. You don't get yeah. hung over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best thing, when your friends do something stupid, you can just tell them the next day, and they can be like, oh my god. Or take a video. Okay, do you have any funny videos of Eileen? There's a video of me being like a picture of me like hugging another girl. And she's she's oh dancing. <laughs> and she's I like, thought yeah. I thought it was Kate. No way. It was the other girl. <laughs> no way. Eileen, I'm sorry I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm sorry I'm throwing you under the bus, Eileen. But anytime um, there was like there, there was someone having a, a birthday with like a dance floor. Eileen would never go on dance floor. She'd be like, no, I, I don't like I don't like dancing. I remember there was so many other like parties like you know there was like music and like you didn't want to you didn't want to dance. Yeah, and I didn't even go to prom. <laughs> oh yeah, that was sad. Like I, I, I felt I felt I felt sad for you. To be fair, prom was very average. It wasn't amazing. My did you go to prom? Uh, yeah, I did once. For sure. Just once. I had four. That's four? Great. Yeah, I had one. four. Wow, I only I went to one. I just did, did, well, did, I, did you have a prom date? No, no. I was act I was asked out, but I turned them down. Maybe. Oh, I actually sad. don't know. 
I feel bad. That was like one of, that, it was like, I think he was like my first, the first guy who had a crush on me. Like The guy from, up. um, what's his name? The Kate exposing from- Jules. <laughs> what? The one you went on dates with. Cool. Wait, I don't remember his name. He's from like Ilo Ilo or something. Oh no, he's not from Ilo Ilo. He's from <laughs> He's from Andipolo. Like the same I I think so, I don't know. But I forgot. But like I don't know. <laughs> I just kinda really forget about the past him? a lot because yeah, I forget about him. <laughs> Cause I don't I just don't go into details much with a short-term relationship. I can't give too much details about about mine, unfortunately, but because uh, it's it's a very I've made very questionable decisions about in in that area, so mm. I have I can't I can't really you know speak much, speak highly about what I've done. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. I, I I want I want to ask Jules one question. I, this might might sound very deep, but you know I, I just I'm just very curious. What's the best like advice or best quote you've ever heard in your life? Oh, and and it and applies most to you. Like when you read this, I'm like, no, that's me, and I'm gonna do it. Okay, um, the best one. There's a lot of quotes for sure, but I think it would be "keep moving forward." <laughs> that's just three-letter word that I just Im- that's embedded into me. So I just stick to that. I just keep moving forward. That's good. I have one. Okay, there's there's a backstory behind it. I'm sorry, I'm boring you with backstories, but there's th- no. th- th- this is the best part about it. So last year, well, twenty nine end of twenty nineteen, I was in uh, I, I I'd gone for pilgrimage in Iraq, and uh, we were at this ring shop, and then um, there was this guy that walked in, and then he knew the owner of the shop, and he told us that oh I I can I can tell stuff about you from just by your name and your birthday. And I'm like, you know what, this guy's full of shit. So he went, he went with my brother first and he said stuff about my brother that was true. I was like, okay, that's all right. The thing that convinced me most is when he did one about my dad. When he, he asked my dad for his name and his birthday, mm-hmm. he, he, he told my dad, you lost something very valuable this year. And my dad's like, yeah, my mom, I lost my mom this year. So I was like, yo, okay, this guy, this guy seems legit. I'm gonna ask him do one for me and um, as he was doing it for me he told me one thing he said there's one thing I really like about you he said I can see that you you hate this di- the division of people you don't see anybody as higher or lower you see everybody as equal and I told wow. him I told him yeah yeah I do he said, I told him yeah yeah I do I told him this is one line I, I have in my head all the time it's by J. Cole he goes I'm just the man of the people not above but equal so he was like, yeah, that's why I got that line from you is because you have that line in your head every time. You always think of people as equal. You never treat anybody differently. You treat everybody equally, no matter if they're black, white, uh, rich, poor. You, you, you give everybody the same attention and the same love you give. Yeah. You, give all, you give all of them the same. So that, that's, yeah. that's my favorite line. I'm just a man of the people, not above, but equal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I also know this quote. Someone said, your ego is not your amigo. So <laughs> technically the same, same quote as yours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, because the major that I'm, have, I'm taking is film. 
So th that industry is quite, it can be messed up in ways. So I just have to like really live by that code because it, it, it's really why that industry can be quite toxic, but always see the positive sides and yeah, keep moving forward. <laughs> That's, that's uh, yeah. really nice. That's good. I just want to say, I, I just want to say, Jules, it was great talking to you. You see, from, from, from talking to you, you seem like someone who is going to inspire a lot of people. And uh, with all your experiences, you seem like such a strong, independent woman. Honestly, it was an honor to talk. It was an honor for me to talk to you and like someone who could relate to a lot of what I've been through, I, I feel I feel really happy to have spoken to you, even though I've never met you. I feel really happy that I spoke to you. Yeah, likewise. I, I feel this is nice meeting a stranger without going through skipping small talk, you know. And <laughs> this is this is what this is something that I am really happy that I I'm sharing this with you. You've given me hope that there's still more people out there, <laughs> kind people out there in the world so i appreciate yeah. that thank you thank you kate and eileen for having us thanks kate thanks thank eileen. you for joining thank you for doing this see you guys thank you bye, see you. bye.